You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to Built for the Stage. This is Joe Roscoe, founder and host of Built for the Stage, Broadway's number one fitness platform. If you haven't tried out Built for the Stage yet, go to builtforthestage.com and we can work together one-on-one using an interactive fitness app where it's my aspiration to help you marry your pursuit in a career in the theater industry with a pursuit of a journey in fitness. So check us out builtforthestage.com or at builtforthestage on the Instagram. All right, special guest as always, calling in from the UK. I just got back from my London trip about a week or so ago, and I was fortunate enough on my second night there to see Frozen. I saw it on the B-Way a couple of years ago. It seems like a lifetime ago with a couple of clients of mine. Um, but yeah, I was like refreshed with this uh, cute, amazing uh, story that I kind of forgot about because, again, I think it was 2017 or 18 when I last saw it. But anyways, the cast is fire. They're super talented. And our guest is a big reason why. Uh, they're currently serving as the dance captain in Frozen right now. So let's just bring her on. Enough of me talking. We'll get to getting to know our guest. So please welcome to the podcast, Anna Woodside. Hey! Uh, <laughs> thanks so much for joining me. Appreciate it. Uh, welcome. Thank you for having me. It's your day off. Any big plans uh, coming up for your day off today? Well, I've kind of done my big plans. I went for brunch with a friend today, which was lovely. So the rest of the day, we'll be talking to you and then working, we're prepping for the show tomorrow. Okay, fabulous. Yeah. All right, brunch. What do we have? Make me jealous. Anything? Uh, okay, so what did I have today? Um, so we actually had a butty. Do you know what? Do you guys know what a butty is? No, but I'm glad I get to learn. Let's let's educate our guests here. <laughs> so a butty is and is a kind of a. Do you know what a bap is? <laughs> it's like a bread roll. A bread okay, roll. Okay, okay, I'm with you. Filled, filled with breakfast things, and I had uh, vegan sausage and egg because I'm not fully vegan. I'm not like a full vegan. Uh-huh. So yeah, egg and egg and um, sausage bap. 
<laughs> butty. Egg and sausage butty. <laughs> well, how do you spell it, buddy? B-U-T-T-Y. Okay, got yeah. it. We have like similar things where like a bread bowl, I think normally it would be like a soup bread bowl maybe, mm. but this sounds great. Yeah. I love bread. I love breakfast things. So I'm going to it's all the wrong things, but it's all the things that, you know, you want to have on your day off. So. Listen, moderation is key. Moderation exactly. is key. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. So love the show again. Um, right. I really loved, I love Frozen because it has that, like a little bit of something for everyone. Um, there were even some jokes where I was like, that was pretty, that was a little risque. And I, I was assuming the writers are like, hey, that's going to fly right over the kids' heads. No big deal there. But I kind of forgot about that <laughs> when I had seen it on Broadway. Um, I also enjoyed watching uh, some of the fathers of the kids that were around me that you wouldn't think they would be bobbing their heads and, you know, rocking back and forth to yeah. these songs, having a good old time. But that was also a joy to see. I'm sure that they, knew all the words by heart since their kids probably made them listen to the songs over and over and over again. Like probably 20 times a week, I would imagine. Yeah. 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 yeah it's surprising, isn't it? I think that's, that's the surprise about it. A lot of parents aren't so keen thinking, Oh God, we're going to have to sit through a, like a live version of this thing, having seen it 20 times a week in our living rooms. But I think a lot of people are surprised with how much it has to offer every age range Yeah, you know, from, from six to 86 i would say yeah there's something for everyone definitely absolutely let's back up let's get to know you uh yeah. before jumping you know right into frozen we can touch on it a little bit later but sure. um you you grew up boom instantly you were dancing you wanted to be a performer or like how did this all when did you fall? um so i wouldn't say instantly no i mean i started ballet when i was about five i think and all i ever did was ballet for 10 years or something and then and then i discovered other genres of dance and started to love that too um and then it wasn't until i joined like a kids theater group that my real love for it came mm -hmm. and i guess i was about 14 or 15 then and I, I just didn't ever want to do anything else I just never wanted to leave the, I think it was like two hours on a Friday night after school and um I just wanted to be there all the time never wanted it to end and we used to you know we put on all the shows the amateur shows and and that was I just knew that was where my heart belonged I didn't ever want to do anything else and I think when I found my voice because I had only ever danced so this is the first time that I'd sung and I was like Oh, I think I could sing as well. Well, no, it took a bit of training, but um, you know, when you realise that you've got other talents aside from uh, from ballet technique, it, it just becomes a little bit more exciting. And uh, yeah. yeah, that was when I knew. Was your transition from ballet to musical theatre from a show you saw, or a movie, or a person in your life? When when did you start to think about the singing and kind of transitioning, not just dancing? um well I think it was it was a friend of mine um that didn't dance so much she was part of a group called the National Youth Music Theatre which is very big here and um I became really interesting and what's all this about you know what do you do there and she said what she did and then she told me that there's this other company she goes to on a Friday which is when I joined so it was a friend of it was a friend of mine at school that used to tell me all these tales about what they used to get up to at the National Youth Music Theatre and how they you know kids from around 
around the country used to join and um yeah you had to audition to get in so it was really prestigious um I never did that but I did do the uh the kids theatre club on, on on the Friday. So as soon as I got a taste of it for myself, it wasn't so much watching something, it was doing it. That's mm. what made me go, oh, I love this. I can't do it. I don't want to do anything else now. Yeah. Yeah. And and growing up, were you were your was your family supportive of this? Like uh, a pursuit in the arts as like an actual career? Uh, well, my parents have nothing to do with the industry. I'm the first one in my family to ever do this. So for them, it was just more of a hobby and um actually we did go and see shows we did they took me to the ballet a lot and the first show i ever saw was cats and i do remember there was one cat in particular that i just fell in love with on that stage and always wanted to play that part so there was something about that show that made me go oh, oh i really want to do this yeah. um so yeah that there was that and i think my family just kind of went along with it and then it wasn't until I started auditioning for theatre schools that they realised that there was something in this because they didn't have anything to to compare it with. They didn't know what standard people were or, what, you know, how good you had to be or to, to be able to get into these colleges. So I auditioned for three colleges and I think because I got into all three of them, they were literally like, oh, maybe, maybe she's not bluffing here. Maybe this is something that we need to pursue with her. And I think the fact that, you know, I got in and I got a scholarship at one of the colleges, they they just flew with it. They went with it. And I, and I didn't want to do anything else. I was showing no interest for anything else. Yeah. So I, <laughs> they said, well, I think maybe we need to support her with this. So so that's kind of how that happened. Yeah. And, and they, yeah. Your mom as well, yes? You're that's right. Yes, I am. I have a 14-year-old daughter, yes. Okay, and are you uh, any interest from her in the arts or she has other interests of her own or how's that going at, at your household? Her only interest is theater. And, oh. yeah. <laughs> she loves it, uh, or acting. She's, she's a beautiful little actress. She's just started at um, a school in London called the Brit School. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Um, and it's she is just blossoming in her personality in everything since since being there mm. everything has just changed for her and I'm um, because of course I was a little apprehensive knowing how the business can be knowing how tough it is knowing you know no has to be your favorite word <laughs> knockbacks you can't let knockbacks get to you um and you know she's sensitive and um I did worry that you know maybe this do I really want to put my child through this but mm. Again, she, you know, she auditioned for the school. She got in. She's she's always put her heart and soul into anything, uh, anything to do with um, acting and, and theatre. And like she she goes to a, a local theatre school down the road as well. And she's always just loved it so much. I always said if she comes out of a class smiling, then she can carry on doing it. If she comes out and it's just like, oh, I don't want to do that anymore, then I'm not paying for it, you know. We, we, right. you know. So, you know, and I, actually we started her with ballet when she was really young and she loved it at first. And then I reckon a couple of years later, the teacher changed. She just wasn't feeling it anymore. And I was like, fine, we're finishing. That's it. So she, you know, she kind of stopped dancing, but then she she found another another route and she liked the theatre side of it, the acting and the singing. Yeah. So she's, she's doing that every day in school now. Yeah. I know a, a parent-child relationship could be difficult with you giving advice. Is she receptive to your experience and you saying, hey, you know? 
da, 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 da. we've been through a lot of phases with this so you know I, I used to actually be the ballet teacher at her local um theater school and she was great in the in school but then I used to come back here and she just yeah not so interested in me talking to her about her about it at home so I do just tend to leave her to it and just I don't want it to be I don't want to be her teacher I just want to be it's great if she you know she can maybe look look up to me and maybe maybe I can be a little bit of a mentor but I certainly do not want to be her teacher yeah you know, I want to keep the uh, the mother-daughter relationship yeah yeah you'll have to invite a few cast members over to the house and strategically bring up conversations of you know them asking oh how's acting going and you're performing yeah. and yeah and then yeah. maybe you could you know give them the, the shoulder to to say hey could you say this to her yeah. <laughs> oh believe me I've a lot of I've asked a lot of friends to can you just get in there for me you know find out what's going on here and you know does she like me <laughs> <laughs> oh wow teenagers so, <laughs> how do you uh so she's 14 so how have you it's how have you balanced your career and being a mom and yeah, just life and life is kind of tough as it is uh, solo and doing a career in the arts. How's it been being a mom? And I know that uh, clients of mine and listeners, we have a good bit of moms out there. So this would be super, you know, helpful and insightful for you sharing your experience. I think, okay, so it's not easy. It's definitely not easy, especially when they're young. Um, but I think a support network around you is just, is essential. I just, I would not have been able to do it without my parents. Um, my mum has been the biggest support network since, ever since, well, ever since I was little, but ever since I had my my daughter, she's she's been there and she's done so much childcare for us and and because she, she knows how tough it is in this industry as well. And she knows that if there's a job there that I want to do, that she's always said, go and do the job. You know, I'm here if you need me. And I would not have been able to do it without her. And also I have a very supportive husband as well. That really helps. Yeah. And, he, and he used to be in the industry, but he's not anymore. So he can kind of tailor his work a little bit to fit around my schedule. So, okay. you know, it's like a 50-50 pe parenting, which is, you know, really great. That's that helps. That's a lovely like uh, mix to have. Like as far as a, a significant other, I think it's very. Um, I guess the only word is valuable, but it's not exactly what I'm looking for. But it's uh, okay. it's something that it's an important asset to have. Where this business is so specific, yeah, for your partner to understand, I think is very important. But I think it's cool that he's like ventured on to something else. So you all have kind of that balance in the in the home. It gets a little it gets a little tricky when it's just like all arts all the time, you know. One hundred percent. And actually, we're not as we kind of stay, sound like a stagey family, but at home, I tend to try and switch off from all things theatre when I'm at home because generally I usually only have one day at home it's hard I think my 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 daughter and my husband are more stagey than me in a way that they love they love listening to musicals all the time they watch musicals on tv whereas because I'm at work like six days at, six days a week and at the moment about 11 12 hours a day I, I really try and shut off from it just to have a, a bit of a different life sometimes as well so yeah. but they know that so when we're all together, we kind of 
don't talk about theatre too much <laughs> and try and, you know, pursue other activities maybe. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what are they, just to get to know you more? What do you like? To uh, well, we, we love uh, cycling, so we bike ride sometimes. Um, we have a little dog, so we walk him. We, we find different um, forests to walk him in, so long walks. Um, we're foodies, we're big foodies, so we like to find different places to eat that interest us. We love our Sunday dinners. I don't, I don't know if Sunday roasts are a thing in the States, but um, they're huge here. Yeah, if you're in the States, I feel like if you're Italian or maybe like, I guess I'm Italian, so I just speak from that experience, but I do feel like there's certain cultural cultures out there that it is family tradition that Sundays you all eat together you know yeah exactly now unfortunately I work all day Sunday so sometimes they come and meet me in between shows and we go for a roast somewhere locally in, in London or if we all happen to have a day on Monday like for instance uh, right now it's half term, so Eva's off school at the moment. It's my daughter Eva. Um, so yesterday we were able to find somewhere that was doing a roast on a Monday, which <laughs> because Monday is like my new Sunday. Yeah, my, Mondays are usually my my day off. Today we have a day off as well, but I know it's Tuesday today, but usually it's a Monday. Yeah, I've noticed. I feel uh, I'll ask in a second your commute, but I feel like everyone that I met in London. You, you all are spread out a bit more from the theater district than typically what we see on Broadway where the actors are a bit closer. Do you have like a long commute from your house to the theater? I don't. It's an overground train, but it's only 20 minutes. It's very quick for me. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. I do know it, it, I have friends on Broadway and if you're not like within a five minute walking distance of the theater, then you've got a big commute, <laughs> which is crazy because here it's like people travel from from Hertfordshire, from Hampshire, from all over the country to to come and do eight shows a week. You know, there's a guy in the show that has commuted something like two hours each way. Right. Uh, it's insane. I, d I think I would struggle with that. Um, and I do like being a, a bit closer. I'm just in I'm southeast London, so it's very easy for me to hop on a train. Yeah. yeah, that's good with your family, too, because not only your time at work adds up, but the commute time adds up, which inevitably overall is going to take you away from your family. So that's good that you're close. That's right. Um, lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I saw that you were in the States, what, in 2019? I saw a picture of you at, on the stage at King Kong with Ashley, who... Yeah. 
uh, had trained with with me at one point. Um, oh, yeah. lovely, Ashley. So I worked with Ashley. Ashley, did, uh, it was his first job, I think. We did a show called Never Forget. Um, it's based on Take That, the Take That music. I don't. Do you know Take That in the mm-hmm. states? No. A boy, a boy band in the nineties, or maybe okay, a, okay. Yeah. yeah. And we did a musical. Uh, we did. We were touring for three months, and I think it was his first job, actually. So yeah, we've kind of stayed in contact on and off since then. And he's just slaying now in the states, isn't he? He's actually having a great time there, and it's, it's just fantastic the way that his career has just taken off. And he's super talented man, and it, he just he really deserves everything that that comes to him. It's just yeah, he's done so well. Wow. So yeah, but um, my one of my best friend, friends lives um, in New York, and I go and see her as much as like as as I can really. So yeah. yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it there. I was just scanning through a couple of your uh, credits from Broadway World, and you had traveled a lot. Was it during being a mom or beforehand? Japan, I see Germany. Yeah, uh, you had been around. Was yeah, I have. Wasn't well, so my first job was in Germany, so that was before. I had Eva. Um, I did a year there, uh, but I did a few months in Japan with Eva. She was just ne- nearly two, but one and a half, two, something like that, which was fantastic to be able to take her. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, presented challenges, of course, but it was just nice to be able to have her with me. And otherwise, I, I wouldn't have gone otherwise. She was too too little to leave yeah. uh, to go that far away. Um, but she's yeah. She I have done. I have travelled a bit. I've done. A couple of tours but not for too long I think I did like a three-month tour but we've always worked it out that I've never gone longer than a week without seeing her wherever I've gone so right. she's never been you know that long away from me which is, yeah. which is good whereas now she'd probably be she'd be fine she'd probably love it if I was away for a month or so <laughs> yeah, I have, I'm, more, I'm more needy of her now <laughs> yeah I have a niece uh that's the same age and I talk to my sister a lot and what you're saying it's very much the same so yeah. just that age you know <laughs> it is it is they come months. back to you i hear <laughs> they do yeah 10 years from now uh, during college or after college she'll be calling you every day about how much she misses you so Aww. um you had said, <laughs> you're like i can't wait <laughs> <laughs> um so you had said you've been at the theater for like 10 12 hour days i know that the there had been an there's a new cast changeover that uh, recently happened. Is that the reasoning? You're, you all are just kind of uh, rehearsing a bit and still settling into the new cast? So, yeah, we had we started rehearsals for the new cast in August. And then as soon as they were settled and were into the show, we started uh, rehearsals with the first covers for the first understudies for the leads. So uh, we then did there, we, we call that a put-in, uh, um, an understudy run. Yeah. And then once the first covers are done, then we start on the second covers. So at the moment, we are in the middle of rehearsing second covers. They have their cover run on Wednesday next week. So after that, that is when we don't get a break, but we, we won't be in the theatre as much after that. Wow. So, yeah, yeah. We'll be, yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, it's it's a good job. I love my job because I'm there all the time. I'm there more than I am at home. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, as the dance captain, um, have you been a dance captain in the past uh, with other shows? 
So I've been an assistant dance captain twice, but I've never been an, a dance captain. So this is the first time, yeah. And the last time I was an assistant dance captain, that was like 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. So, and I don't think I've taken on that role purely because I knew how much it would take me away from from my daughter. Um, but now she's a bit older, it's just a lot easier, you know, and she, she understands a lot more now. So, yeah. What's the, what's one of like the bigger tasks in my eye it would be the ensemble is quite large, just the yeah. amount of people. Yeah. Is that a lot of it, just the spacing alone? Sorry, say that again. I missed that. You cut out. Uh, is the size of the cast, the spacing on the stage alone, just one of the bigger things to, to kind yes. of overcome when you're yes. juggling in that many new people? Yes, you, you you hit the nail on the head. That's exactly right. The spacing is is epic. It's huge, and this show is very. Um, um, it has to have symmetry, you know, in a lot of the numbers and the the, the coronation scene. I mean, if you remember the coronation, um, the spacing for me is. Uh, I, I'm so anal about it looking dead right. Um, and often, like last year, obviously with coronavirus, we had a lot of people off. And I had to cut, I think it was a total of about 72 shows I had to cut. And my main thing was that it didn't look like there were any gaps. It looked like, you know, always moving people around to make it look perfect. Right. So, yeah, the, the spacing is is a is a big deal, definitely. So we have to nail that. But um, I have to say, this year, everybody is really on their game. And it's it's been, um, they've made my life very easy so <laughs> great. I, I think i saw actually today on your instagram stories you on i think a stationary bike at the gym uh, yes so right okay because i'm for the last few months i haven't been the one dancing on stage i've been the one telling everyone what to do yeah this is where you go this is where you go I've been putting the new swings on in favor of me being on stage because I yeah. did it all last year which means that I just haven't had any chance to keep my fitness up mm -hmm. so yesterday because we happened to have yesterday off and today off I said right I need to start making time for my own fitness now so I went for a little run yesterday and then today there's a new gym that's just opened around the corner and I took my girl with me my daughter because she's always said that she wants to join the gym and do all that. And she's old enough now to, to have her own membership. So we tried it out today and I brought her with me and it was, yeah, it was really fun. It was really fun. So I'm just in, I'm trying to get my fitness back up now. Yeah. yeah. I think people, they overlook with uh, choreographers, dance captains, fitness trainers. When you're facilitating the physical action, it doesn't necessarily mean See? that you're doing the physical nope. as much. That's right. And so, people are like, oh, you must be so fit. You're at work all the time. I'm like, but I'm sitting down yeah. <laughs> or I'm just standing there pointing or whatever. But you know all about that because that's what you do as well. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. For me, I have to kind of, I have to do it before I yeah. help others because by the time the day's over and you've kind of, given yourself away if you will to everyone that's right it's hard to then get yourself to do it for sure oh, absolutely they said what's the saying fit your own mask before others so yeah, yeah. sort yourself out first yeah, yeah, yeah. taken on that advice earlier but it's just it's just fitting it into one day you know but that means getting up another hour earlier and you know I always try and take my daughter to school when I can so that it, it's just fitting everything in is so difficult at the moment so 
once the next week is is over i'm gonna have way more time to to focus on my own fitness so <laughs> maybe you can help me i i'll, I'll be sending you a, a follow-up thank you email so we can definitely chat about it for sure i'd love to uh, <laughs> great uh so speaking of like i i wish i would have given myself that advice or learned that earlier or on that topic in the midst of your career and everyone listening that's in the pursuit of theirs what what would you say to yourself in other regards as far as coming up in this this career in the arts um yeah. what what you've learned and yeah um what i've learned and i'm still learning actually and i'm not ashamed to say this is never compare yourself to others you are you're the only one of you and and you have something that somebody else doesn't have as they have something that no one else has. You know, you can never, ever compare yourself to others. There's such a heightened thing now. So many people suffer with imposter syndrome in this business. And I, I am a big culprit of that as well. Yeah. Um, it, it's so difficult. And it's so easy to, you know, sit, sit there and say, don't just, you can give yourself a talking to, don't compare yourself to others. You're your, your own entity. But then when you are there in an audition or even on the job and, it's just so difficult to to take yourself out of your head and and just just remember that 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 you are never going to be somebody else you know so so why not just be the best version of yourself and don't ever let that hold you back ever that's been my biggest bugbear for the for my whole of my career definitely yeah it's tough just like you said you know you still are learning. We always should still be learning and we always will know this fact of don't compare, but mm. we, you know, instinctively still will do that from time to time. Yeah. But yeah, I think a great thing to remember is like, there's going to be the times where they need the other person. And when you're trying to be the other person, you never quite will be able to be, but there's going to be a time that they need you. And if you're trying to be the other person and not you, then you'll miss, you're going to miss out on your chance. So that's, right. that's exactly right. I think you, I think it's okay to learn from other people. You know, sure. if you admire somebody, that's wonderful. Just take, and maybe you can take advice from them or watch and, and learn and take, take what you think is whatever they're doing right. Maybe you can put it into your process or whatever. That's fine. I think it's good to learn from people like that. Yeah. But, um, but you know, you must never think, because oh, the amount of times I've sat in an audition room and been feeling great and then somebody walks in and I've gone, oh, no, she's here. She's going to get it. You know? Right, right, <laughs> so many times. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, uh, it, it is a human, it's human nature, I suppose, as well. Yeah. But, yeah, I'd love, to, I'd love to do it again without that feeling. All right. Before we wrap up, thanks for your time again on your day off. Appreciate it. Uh, give us one memory that you hold like the dearest or one of your dearest memories of of this career of doing a show or a, a moment uh, with friends, not on the stage, but you know sometimes it's those moments when you're not performing with the cast that are the most special. But yeah. give us a memory that uh, that you have from this time in in theater. Okay, um, I have a really lovely memory of um, when I was doing Wizard of Oz at the Palladium because um, about ten years ago now, and I was understudy Glinda, and it was the first show that my daughter had watched me in, and she came to see me play Glinda, and I remember uh, the characters 
entrance to the stage was from the press at the very top. And she descended the stage um, onto the stage with big silks attached to her sides. So as it came down, I mean, it's just an epic view. It's be beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And I remember coming down and just seeing my daughter sitting on the front row mm. and just looking up in awe. I think she was kind of confused as to, Mummy's Clinton. And I did, I'll, I'll always remember that. That's such a, that's a really lovely memory for me. What, seeing my daughter look at me like that, that was really lovely. And she remembers that too. So, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> okay, Anna, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for being uh, on the podcast and can't You're wait welcome. to stay in touch. Yeah. Thank you again. Thank you for having me. It's been lovely to chat. My pleasure. All right, everyone, Anna Woodside on Bill for the Stage podcast. Uh, make sure you check her out on Instagram at Anna Woodside. Give her a follow and just support the West End Theater if you're here in the States. Um, yeah, just a little goal of mine to kind of bring us together just a bit more. We all can understand each other. We all speak this language uh, of English. So let's, let's make friends. So give Anna a follow. Anna Woodside, uh, dance captain right now in the cast of Frozen in the West End. Don't forget about that free trial if you want to try it out on billforthestage.com. We'd be happy to have you. All right, Joe Roscoe here. Until next time, actors or athletes, train like one. Later. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.